Yes, it's episode 127 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? It's Saturday. It is hot. 33 degrees Celsius outside. Uh, I've been outside. Me like a fucking idiot. I didn't believe the weather. I went out, not only in jeans, but in a black shirt. And uh, black still attracts the sun. Uh, it's not an old wives' tale, people. This is a cautionary tale. This is a warning. This is um, advice that you should always adhere to. That if you don't want to be hot and sweat your bollocks off, then don't wear a black shirt. Don't wear any black when you're out, okay? Like, if you're trying to be... Oh, imagine Black Panthers in the summer. That's been horrible, right? Just thinking that now. Being a referee at the World Cup. Oh! Oh, wear it all black. It's not great. It was so hot. Um, I wouldn't have gone outside unless I was just going to drink today. But I was being productive, wedding stuff, looking at groomsmen suits. It's really fun listening to someone already, you know, outprice you in a conversation. But you have to be courteous and let them finish. <laughs> you know, I mean, HD suits, they're going to be starting at, you know, £329 each. That's for the two-piece suit. You're just there and go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, you know, but this is a really quality material. You can put it up to a three-piece suit if you want uh, for this much. You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm not buying any of this. Carry on talking, though, please. I feel like you're in a rhythm, but I'd uh, interrupt. You know, I, I'm a comedian. I don't know where the joke's going to go. Um, so same to the sales pitch. I don't know if he's going to just turn it around and go, yeah, it's £300. A three-piece suit is 400 But dear what, today we've got a special offer. You can have it for £80. I don't interrupt the guy, you know, so for I let him finish, he didn't come down. Price did not come down at all. But we think we've got a suit. Anyway, it's me, my tailor, my best man. Uh, best man got measured up for his waistcoat. Getting some bespoke waistcoats. Ooh, we're going to look nice. Going to look sexy. But he's in Stratford today. And um, I'll tell you what, the baseball was there. And... Um, it's just weird. Just wearing baseball shit just makes people look really fucking American. I can't work out if people are American or just fucking losers. Yeah, I said it. Fucking losers. Dara, don't say that. People are allowed to like different things. Of course they are. My own brother's gone to the baseball. Fucking loser. <laughs> nah, I know. He, he invited me to the baseball. He had a spare ticket. I said, listen, I can only go pissed out of my face. Um, I can't watch this shit sober. In the sun. The heat? Nah. I can't. So, you go without me, I won't be watching baseball. I've watched baseball before. I was in America. That's when I met a guy who, I think I was the first black person he ever spoke to. This is in Chicago. He came from uh, Green Bay. And he said, here's my first time on the train. I was like, what? He said, yep. First time on the train. Because you may be the first black person I spoke to, Darren. You know, he remembers my name because, like, where he's from, there's only, like, 20 people in his area. So, it's easy to remember names. It's just one extra name. Yeah, he's like, you're maybe the first black person I spoke to, Derek. Do you know what? It's been a pleasure. I was like, shit, there's people in America that's never actually spoken to black people before. Of course they're fucking scared and racist. God. All that sh shit on the news. You've never actually met an actual black person? Fuck. Guess it happens though. Guess it happens. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm not watching baseball again. Oh dear, so many people looking American. Just look like they eat hot dogs for breakfast. Such square heads. Look like their names like Chip or Randy. Baseball. Red Sox versus Yankees. No, I had no idea what's going on. Me and my mate, we were just going to say, we were going to start conversations with people. Just read the name on the back of someone's shirt. Just going, oh, do you know what? They've, they've really sucked. They really sucked this year. Then we thought, I oh, do you know what? We might say that. And it's an old replica shirt from 20 years ago. The guy's a fucking legend. So he's like, I oh, do you know That's not. Let's let people have their fun. But, um, yeah. All the restaurants are packed. Everyone watching fucking baseball. I don't know. But um, it's a lovely day and I'm inside recording the podcast. I need to do something more productive my day. Got tired in the house. Lovely sunny day. Why not? Um, I've got to do something in the house. Can't have her come back and the house is a mess. You know you can't do that, guys. You know when you just want that day to relax, you can't relax. No. You relaxing, it's not an activity. You relaxing translates to her as you're doing nothing. And you don't even have a leg to stand on because you know for a fact that when they're in, they actually do something to tidy the house. So you can't actually fucking argue. Oh, dear. Just sipping on non-alcoholic beers because I've been drinking alcoholic beers today. And I don't get drunk. I've got to go shopping at some point. Get some toothpaste. Get some face wash. Um, get my oh shit. Get my mum a present. Fuck. Get my mum something as well. It's my mum's birthday tomorrow. I ain't got her anything. Shit. What a fucking waste, man. Oh, wait. No, wait. Nomi's got, got her. Nomi's got her sorted. That's all right. This, this is the perks having the fiance. They'll, they'll get all covered. <laughs> it's my mum, but yeah, she's she's got the present for us. What a legend! What a legend! But uh, what's happened this week though? What has what has happened this week? I mean, well, that was scary. Oh my god, that was really scary. What what the fuck was that? Ah. <sighs> uh, Okay, my curtain just moved. Well, not in like in a gentle way, like in a full gust of wind type of way. Uh, what the fuck? I'm scared. Nah, I'm not scared. Uh, I'm over it. Um, you know, that's why I can never host like one of those shows on Sky, like Living, like one of those mis- murder mystery, ghost hunter type shits, because I'm like, Oh, did you see that move? Is that yeah? Saw it move. Whoa. Okay, no, I'm not scared. Anymore. It's done. It's moved. If it's continuously moving, then I'm scared. But once, I mean, once a table's flown across the room, you just hear like in the darkness. I'm like, okay, well, it's happened now. If it's continual, then I'm scared. But just once it's happened, it's happened. And I think ghosts fuck with me. That's if they exist. I mean, I just I don't look I don't look for them. I don't go look for them. They go look for me. We're we're sorted. Ah oh, dear. Well, so what's happened this week though? Um, what has happened? I'm going to probably go backwards. Yesterday, announced the special guests at Essex Boy. Um, so it's gonna be Philio Huff. Go check him out on Amazon Prime. If you've got Amazon Prime, he's got a show called Mad Not Bad. Um, on there, five star rated show. 
for all of you uh, to go check out. Then we've got Kazim Jamal, who's just a monster. He's a beast. He's going to have his hour show coming out soon as well. So come preview him. Come preview him at my show. And then you'll be like, oh, wow, this guy's doing the hour. I want more of this, which you will. So come to the show for that. And then Uncle Ed, who he isn't just one of those Instamedians. He is on Instagram and he's fucking funny on Instagram. Some of you be sharing his meme. You know that black guy sitting into that gold car with the fur jacket on just laughing like an absolute nutcase? That's him. He'll be at my show performing in person as an actual stand-up comedian. I'll tell you what, I've seen him. He wouldn't be on my show if I didn't rate him. He is fucking hilarious, lad. He's one of those bastards like Mo, who's really funny online and in person and on stage. The guy's just fun. They're all hilarious. So um, they're all going to be bringing the funny, putting the pressure on me, and then I've got to come on and um, justify why my name's the, the headline on the show. That's all I got to do. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah, so please, please, please. please. I've, and everyone who shared, everyone who shared um, the poster and the flyer and, the, and stuff, appreciate it. Mad love for everyone who's done that. Um, I just need you to buy tickets yourselves now. So I can see. I can't see who, but I can see when tickets have been bought. So I'll see. Um, yeah, just get your tickets. Because I know what happened. There'll be, especially on the Friday, there'll be lots of people coming on the day. And there's, there's a capacity. There is a capacity. So I won't be able to, and I won't be there. Um, after a certain time to be able to deal with anyone who's rocking up, uh, rocking up on the day. So get your tickets, people, all right? Uh, from DarrenGriffiths.com, that's it. But enough of that. What else happened this week? What else happened? I was at my cousin's birthday yesterday. Um, I did what, I almost did an Irish goodbye. So, you know, just leaving, don't tell anyone, just need to, yeah, just go, boom, vanish. Uh, what? I talked to my auntie actually about um you know about her generation my mum moved from Jamaica to the UK it's really interesting to chat away basically saying that the shit that they went through is actually so traumatic but we didn't really have psychotherapy back then now imagine this like you're from somewhere you're from like they're not even from like the city in Jamaica they're from the fucking sticks like proper countryside imagine you're from there you're born then you're told go live with your grandma or go live with your auntie and then your sister's born and then she stays at the house. And then your brother's born and he's sent to live with you. But then your other sister's born and they stay at the house. And then your dad fucks off to the UK. And then your mum fucks off to the UK. Right? And then you turn up to the UK. Then you have some new brothers and sisters born in the UK. And then you've got your two sisters come over from Jamaica after. It's like, hey guys, what? Um, do you think this is conducive for a healthy family relationship? What? What do you, you say? Now let's not discuss this. This traumatic event where our family's been ripped apart, and now we've just been jammed under one roof, and now have to just get on. It's do what? It's actually fucking remarkable how well all the siblings get on in my family. It's nuts. I don't even understand how, but they do. They really do all get on. I just don't. It's just crazy because that is just mad trauma all them going through. But we were discussing that. It's just disgusting, just the housing market. It's just cool to speak to an older person, you know, sometimes. And, uh, yeah, talking about the housing market, how much she bought her house for. 
And I, I can't repeat what she bought her house for. All I can tell you is this, that uh, she bought it in 99. Uh, so in the 20 years, it's gone up in value times 10. That's right, times 10. Ridiculous. Looking for houses ourselves, man. Um, I'll probably have to move further out, away from London. Faster train, but just away from London. Just to get that money, man. To get that uh, get that value. Just what you're buying. Well, we're looking. Uh, I lived in a one-bed flat. Um, for what we got for that. One-bed flat in South East London, Zone 3. Right? In Lewisham. For that price. No, for another... No, for that price, but... So that was I don't want to bait up people's lives. But for the price of that, you could get a like two bedroom house without a good garden. You get a, you get a horrible three bedroom terraced house for that price that you got where in the town we're looking at. So Oh man. I mean yeah, you just gotta go further out. Luckily, I'm not from London, so I don't have that kind of, you know, need to be uh, to be in London. Although London is great, I'm not gonna knock it. I'm not gonna knock it. But um, what else happened this week, man? What what got done? Oh, I did recording on on Tuesday. I must have gigged on Monday. Monday's at Quincy Show in Stratford. Awesome, wicked, fun, amazing. Um. And then I had to leave because bloody fiance ended up in hospital. Uh, allergic reaction. Shit. Um, then Tuesday. She's all right. She's all right, though. She's all right. Tuesday. I was recording for this app, Twisted Mirror TV. I need to check if they paid me for that yet. I mean, that's if they did pay me because I don't get paid to do comedy. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. It's for an app that I think they're going to have like five minute clips of comedy. You can just click on our profile and you get to see a clip of our comedy and stuff. And I think that's it. I think it's like a content hub. So I did that on Tuesday. That was fun. Wednesday, chilled out. Thursday, chilled out. So yeah, I haven't really been up to much this week, man. Um, I've just been running around trying to flog tickets. That's it. As annoying, I don't actually have control of the tickets. You have to go to through my website. You end up at the Camden Fringe website. I can't give you discounts. I can't hand you the ticket in person. Just buy a ticket online, get an email. That's it. But um, oh, what else? It's happened this week. I mean, I've just been watching Love Island. That's it. I've become a right fucking dunce. I don't watch news. I don't watch real TV anymore. Just Love Island. I ain't going to talk about Love Island. Um, you know what I mean? Like what, what is actually happening? Um, yeah. What is this? Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. So I think this is a. 
I'm not sure who David A. All right, so David A. Caster is the grandfather of James A. Caster. <laughs> and there's this thing going around on Twitter, going, your top five comedians. And David A. Caster has got uh, Nish Kumar, Susie Ruffle, Tom Allen, Rosie Jones, and Joe Lysett. Um, yeah, so he's left out his, his, his own grandson. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Bad R. Um, yeah, what is... Um, what else going on? Oh, Stormzy headlining Glastonbury. And he, yeah. Um, headlining Glastonbury. Um, well done, Stormzy. Big thing for him. Big music. I generally grew up thinking Glassbury was just a rock concert and then you get older and you actually start reading into it and realise it's just a general popular music concert. It's just a rock headline that's happened a lot of times. But it's, yeah, it's a general pop thing. So, no, big up Stormzy headlining Glastonbury. I mean, was I going to go? No. I don't camp, all right? Don't bloody camp. I'm black. If I'm sleeping outside, it means I'm fucking homeless. Not choosing to sleep outside. Behave yourself. And you got that girl who's, who was doing sign language for, uh, what's her name? Tara Asher. I mean, I'm pretty sure there'd be someone out there crying that Tara Asher's not a black woman. You know, I just think it's funny that it's the first black guy, first black... British rapper on stage and what we couldn't get a black woman to do the sign language for Stormzy no probably not <laughs> but no one's actually said that that's just me doing that thing that people do on the internet where you create like a, a false enemy like a bogeyman that you take their argument down you know they've got right wing people on like ah the left Freedom of speech, the left is shitting on my freedom of speech. Oh, the, the lefties are doing this to me. Oh, oh, we've got to fight them. No, no one's actually trying to stop their freedom of speech or even tell them to shut up. No, no one cares what they've got to say. And it's the same for the left as well. The other side, oh, we're being oppressed. Being oppressed and it's all happening to me because I'm a woman or I'm a man or I'm black or I'm white or I'm gay or I'm straight now so no it's not you might be not getting the opportunity because you're shit it might be because of all those other things but it might be just because you're shit um right what else am I actually saying here today um jeez there must be something that's happened in the news that I'm completely overlooking it's got a BBC website Right, so let's just refresh this page. Yeah, continue, refresh. Yeah, go on, log in. Boom. Run report. So, just looking at uh, a sales report. All right, cool. Move on. Um, news. BBC News. This weather has been wild, though, isn't it? Fucking. Uh, okay. People dying at youth offender institutes and stuff. That's that's all banter, isn't it? Light-hearted stuff. US and China agreed to restart trade talks. Highest day of the year, as UK saw. No, I mean, 
There's not really much going on, is there? It's Germany, Sweden. Oh, shit. Why am I not watching that? Let's get that on TV. Yeah, I'll watch the Ladies World Cup. Because I'm not a sexist. I'm here just to watch the football. And I'll do that. What about you, though? What are you doing? Uh, Pakistan, Afghanistan had a fight at cricket. What do you want? It's what, it's what you get for watching a shit fucking sport. You get violent. All right, calm it down. Fucking hell, this TV's loud, isn't it? What are you talking about? What the fuck? Oh, do what? The TLC is just the shittest channel, isn't it? I think TLC starts with the lady channel. It just has just shit that only, only your woman watches. Single men don't know this channel exists. Um, if you're with a woman, you know it exists. The lady channel, it's got Say Yes to the Dress, 90 Day Fiance, uh, I think Don't Tell the Brides on there, some other wedding shit. You know, just a typical, my boyfriend's a fucking idiot. Live. It's basically what every show just translates to. My male partner is a fucking dunce. <laughs> like, you need a new show format, surely. Like, don't tell the bride all, all the time, man. I swear I've said this before. Just don't get out this show's made. It's every time. Planning a wedding. Here's Tommy, and he's got a £10,000 budget. He has a book of venue, a dress for his fiance, whose name is Sally. And, told, and they're just sat there together, all happy and great and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, so, so Tom, what are you going to do? He's like, well, here's the figure. I know Sally, scared of water, so what we're going to do, we're going to go parasailing. We're going to go parasailing um, in her dress before the ceremony. She'll like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, good idea. Do you know what? Sally's allergic to nuts, so what we're going to do is make her a nut cake and send that to her mum's house and then she can eat that before the wedding. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's just fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. Um, what's this? Ooh. Does modern dating encourage racial prejudice? Prejudice. Um, what do you mean? Encouraging preferred types. Look, you're allowed to have racial prejudice when dating. Why not? It's your fucking dating. It's your life. It's who you're fucking. Why can you not decide who you're having sex with? Who you'd be with? It's like, oh, you're being racist. Pick this girl. Like, right, we can we can pick apart why a society may not deem a certain group of people attractive. But what if they're just fucking ugly? I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Why don't you date that man? Are you a homophobe? Just like, what? Just not my type. We don't know why we're attracted to people. It actually happens at such a fast and subconscious level. We All we know is the output of, she's hot. Why? I don't know. Do you have to do a post hoc rationalisation? you have to justify why you find a woman hot? Stop breaking her apart. Do what? I like her legs. You know how dumb you sound? I like her legs. Oh, well done. Yeah, it's got nice legs. What do you like about her legs? Um, The sheep. They're attached to her hips. You know, it's like, we, we don't know why we like things. But I'm going to watch that video anyway. Not right now. Watch it after. Oh, sorry. Just I'm just being very flitty. But fuck wasabi, all right? 
they've got this app where you collect loyalty tokens. And I thought it was like linked to my email address or something like that. Because I swapped phones, got a new phone. Guess what? All my loyalty things are fucked off on my old phone. Fucking pricks. Um, <laughs> okay, right. Dear Deirdre. My friend wants sex and a relationship because she's given me loads of cash. What? A gay friend gives me so much money she thinks I owe her a relationship. I'm a woman of 29. My friend is 32. My previous relationship was with an abusive guy who controlled me. I had to ask if I could spend my own money and see my family and friends. That's shit. Glad you're out of it. I didn't have to ask to take a shower or a bath, but I find myself asking just so that I felt less anxious. My gay friend was originally a, a pal of my older sister. We ran into one another in town and went for coffee. We started meeting more regularly and the more I told her about my relationship, the more she told me it was toxic. So I ended up leaving him. I struggled financially, so she lent me money. She now wants me to move in and start a relationship with her, but the idea repulses me. I have no way of paying her back though. So what do I do? Uh, wow, you got pimped. You got pimped by a lesbian pimp. She got you on the game. You owe me money now. Lick my vagina. Um, that's mad. That's mean, yeah, this this uh this friend in inverted commas is a fucking pimp and a manipulator. So what you do is you borrow money from someone else and you hope that they don't try to force a relationship on you because this is a weird cycle you're in. Just pay her the money back and go fuck off. Do what? Let's not talk ever again. I thought you was lending me money under terms and conditions of friendship. Uh, at worst, maybe of a bank and maybe repay you a bit of interest. But no, you've treated me like a fucking common hoe. So no, nah, not good. Uh, my husband is happy to receive oral sex but refused to give it to me. Well done. Well done on you for getting married to that. Fucking idiot. No, seriously, I, I don't even want to read this. How are you marrying someone and this this is end up being your, your life? This end up being your reality? What happened? What life choices did you make where this is now your reality? Let's, let's read this. Although we only got married at the start of this year, fuck, you know. Our sex life is rubbish. Why did you get married then? It has gone from every day to every few weeks. I'm 29. My husband's 34. When we got together three years ago, our sex life was good. Okay. Now he always wants me to give him oral sex, but refuses to give me oral, which I love. Why? How's this happened? Why is? What, I don't understand. If you love it, why doesn't he love you, you loving it? I don't. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Germany almost scored. I want more footballs. So I want Germany to score. Um, he lost his job in the new year, and it's taken him virtually six months to find another. Right, so you sucking broke dick. Okay, he's happy now, but he's still drinking half a bottle of rum every night, so he's usually too far gone for sex. He says I I knew he was a drinker when we met, and not to try to change him. If I sound frustrated, he says you you play I'll watch, which makes me feel upset. Jesus Christ, this guy's sounding like an absolute monster. Um, he can't divorce him because um, he got married to. I mean, you can get divorced, but... Oh, Sweden almost scored. Um, yeah, sorry. Such a fucking great shot. Unlucky. Great touch. 
put the defender on the wrong foot. Bam! Left foot first touch, right foot swinger. Ooh, unlucky. I'm lucky in the crowds as well, because the crowds at like AFCON are just dreadful. AFCON being the African Cup of Nations. Not some kind of weird US protocol of how to take over Africa. Um, but, listen, the not oral thing, you got to have a talk. You'll be like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, tell him to put that booze down as well. Was he drinking this much, really, before you got together? If if he was, then you've picked a terrible husband. An alcoholic who doesn't really want to have sex with you. Like, how have you done this? How have you done this? Anyway, honeydoom. My wife refused to have sex with me on our second honeymoon, and I'm fed up with her. Okay. Dear Deirdre, we went on what was supposed to be our second honeymoon, but my wife didn't want to have sex with me at all. What did you do? Now, whenever a man's got a complaint, what did you do? I'm a guy of 35, my wife is 32. I can't even put my arm around her as she just shrugs me off. We haven't had sex at all for two years. Wait, what? So what's his second honeymoon? I don't get it. What's happened? Why has your life got like this? Jesus Christ, my parents looked after our kids, who are 7 and 10, uh, so we could hopefully enjoy an adult break together, but she ignored me all evening and then went straight to sleep. Well, okay, your relationship's over. She don't love you. She's fucking someone else. You're repulsive. What are you doing? What, what's happening here? Uh, I come home from work and watch TV while my wife sits in the kitchen on the laptop. She's 32. She hasn't worn a wedding ring for a year. Mate, uh, Jesus Christ, read the signs. She is getting piped down. Piped down by Neil. Neil from production. <laughs> from the product team. Product and design team. All right, sorry, Germany might nick one here. Oh, great turn of pace. Keep it on. Nice. Oof. Unlucky. I really rate the Brits as a player. Anyway, sorry. Um, she hasn't worn a wedding ring for years. She's moved me into the spare room. Nah, 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 nah. You're not wearing your wedding ring. You don't want to have sex with me. You fuck off to the spare room. You can't be a gentleman to someone who's not been a lady. That's horrible. Mate, what I want to say is this. Uh, file for a divorce. You don't want to find out that she's cheating on you. You know she is. Uh, but you don't need to find out. Just, just file for a divorce. Cut your losses. Split everything in half. Fuck off and move on. Make sure you get to see your kids if you want to see them. I mean, because I mean, that's the bonus of being the guy when you get divorced. She's like, I'm taking the kids. There's a guy like, okay. <laughs> okay. All I need to do is rock up on Saturday morning. Taking some McDonald's. I'm the best dad in the world. You keep them. Sweet. <laughs> uh, mate, say I should move out, but then what? Yeah, mate, this is just not a marriage. This is a shambles. It's a mockery of a sham and a sham of a mockery. Just just get out of this marriage. All right. Um, I think that's that's it. Um, one more. My name keeps getting mentioned on Facebook. What is happening? I can't remember what I've posted or said. Sometimes I say things online and then I just see the notifications fly and I'm like, what? I'm being mentioned by some names I haven't seen before. Scary, but whatever. Um, 
Like one more. My wife is having an affair with the neighbour we once had a threesome with. Do what? Go clap yourself. This is the most dunce dear Deirdre I've read for a time. Everyone's just like fucking themselves up. Oh, great cross. Oh! My wife and I were both into swinging until she suddenly stopped wanting to go. Then I discovered she was having an affair with a guy we had a threesome with. Oh, God. That's the wrong kind of threesome. I mean, I'm not being a misogynist, but I'm just saying there should only be one dick at the threesome party. And <laughs> discover, yeah, so I'm 33, my wife is 31, and we have been together for 10 years. I see. You want to spice it up? Get it. About three years ago, well, mainly I felt our sex life was getting a bit samey. Oh, so it was your fault. And we agreed to try a threesome and swing it. We had a neighbour, a single guy, a couple of years older than me. We often used to invite around for a drink. We got talking about what we'd tried sexually one night. And it led to us having a threesome. Oh, just no. How can you just be there while another guy is rooting out your woman? My ego cannot take that. Not at all. Basically, the guy and I both made love with my wife. There was a no, there was no guy on guy stuff. Cool, mate. I don't really care about a disclaimer. You cuck. It felt excited at the time, but I felt uncomfortable about it afterwards. Yeah, your dick's hard at the time. And once you come and, and you come first, and he's like, I'm not finishing for another two hours. And she's like, it's like, what, what now? Gonna ask him, my hey guys, could you stop? Because I've finished. No, he's like, I ain't. I'm not done yet. She's like, Oh, I'm not done either. Jesus Christ. Um, I didn't like it when I had to watch him with my wife. So said no to any more. That was a year ago, and and he has since moved. After that, I went looking out. I went looking on the swinging site, and a couple not too far away invited us around. With other like-minded couples. At first it was just drinking and chatting. Then couples started to pair off and go into the bedroom. A man put his arm around my wife's shoulder. And she allowed him to lead her away. Oh, so where, where are you mate? Just sat, sat in the living room with the worst woman in the, in the fucking couples. She's just like, oh, so. Would you like to? Actually worse than that. She's horrible. She's actually horrible. She's not even trying to get involved. She's like, no. You're like, what? I'm I'm a six. You're like a three. She's like, so what? I don't want to know. I'm not interested. And you're just there hearing your wife next door. Oh! She's so jeez. Anyway, an attractive woman sitting over, um, sitting over the other side of the room came to me and said, let's go. Oh, woo, win. I followed her into the dining room. She shut the door and began to undress me. By this time, I was too aroused to not let things take their course. The only thing I said to my wife on the way home was to ask if she was all right and if she wanted to go there again. She said she did and this went on for months. Then one day last month she said she thought we should stop going. Oh. She started going out uh, one evening a week saying she was seeing an old school friend whose marriage had broken up. But one night that friend phoned crying. And I confronted my wife. She admitted she'd been having an affair with our former neighbour. Oh, the guy from before. Oh, shit. So much new dick. She ain't getting that, is she? Raw, great pace. Crack and finish the game. Sorry, um, 
she promised she had ended it, but I was devastated. I've gone off the idea of sex and totally lost my sex drive. Yeah. Imagine you're fucking heartbroken, right? She's been piled in your old neighbour. Jeez. <sighs> don't know. What do you do? You're into swinging. This is the risk. You're going to invite other people to your bedroom. Don't, don't be upset if they stay. You know what I mean? You can't invite other people to your room and be like, oh, okay, please stop. Can we stop swinging now? No. Never. I mean, fair play to anyone who can do that shit, but nah, not me. Even though I've been sing seeing girls and we haven't really established what it is yet, um, I don't need to know whether you're banging other guys. Um, I'd actually like to think you're not while I'm banging other women. That's fine. I can. I was okay with that back then, but uh, I can't know. Hey, you free this Friday? Just say, no, I'm not. Don't go, um, actually, I've got a date. What? <laughs> no, so to be married and that's happening, fuck that. Anyway, that's the end of the pod. Um, like I said, get tickets, Essex Boys at DarrenGriffiths.com, um, 14th, 15th, 16th of. Of August, it's at the Tap Room in Islington. It's a microbrewery. It's cool. It's quirky. It's edgy. So get your tickets for that. It's gonna be a fucking great show. Like I said, got Philo Half Kazim, Jamal, and Uncle Ed there as well supported. So get your ass down and get your tickets. Bring some friends. Here's where I'm getting free tickets, people. Just tell your friends it's twenty pounds a ticket. They give you twenty pounds. And guess what? Tickets are ten pounds. Wee. Fuck them. That's how you do it. All right. So that's the end of the pod. Um, obviously, I've been Darren. Uh, cheers. Later.